Okay, so here we are again, and school is about to begin. We're going to talk today about inflammation and what inflammation can cause in your body and why. This is Dr. Bernie Masseri, and I am a homeopathic practitioner uh, in the Gilbert, Arizona area, but I work globally because I am able to take patients online from anywhere in the world for any disease uh, and problem concerning their health. Um, What I do is I work with homeopathy that I was taught how to do in London, England, uh, actually Staines, England, in 1994. So I've been in my business for quite a while and should know what I'm doing, right? You've been in business that long, you got to know what you're doing. Okay, Um, no, I am not a medical doctor of Western medicine. And if I were, I would have to seek out other ways to figure a better way to cure my people because Western medicine doesn't cure you. It helps you survive and sustain uh, by suppressing different, um, you know, health uh, symptoms, but it doesn't cure the health symptoms. So if you really want to cure yourself, you're going to turn to a natural medicine, and I don't mean acupuncture and you know, I don't mean to bum wrap acupuncture, but it doesn't cure you. Um, n- neither does, you know, neither do vitamins or minerals. They help you sustain, but they do not cure you. Homeopathic medicine is made from animal, vegetable, mineral, sometimes organs of different animals, mainly the cow or the pig. No longer the cow because of mad cow disease, so they're basically, they use the, uh, you know, the organs from a pig, which is the closest to the human being body. Um, and so homeopathic medicine works on a basis of energy to connect with the mind that sends signals to the body to cure itself. And you know what? It's a very complicated science, but so simple that it works. I'm not going to explain homeopathy to you because that's a course that I offer on my website, uh, for a minimal $400 for this entire course. And you'll get a, a, a certificate that says that you have achieved, uh, you know, your your uh, your rewards from taking several different tests and taking the course itself. Go to my website www.gilbertnaturalmedicine.com and find my course. Actually, if you go to my website, you're going to find everything that I do, including my phone number to reach me four eight zero seven zero three zero one five one. If you have a question or you want to make an appointment uh, to see me online, face-to-face, uh, we can do that. Uh, I treat all symptoms of disease. In fact, <clears throat> my, um, my, my Spreaker uh, podcasts are under Symptoms of Diseases show. So that's what you're listening to right now. You can be live if you want to interact. You just have to let me know and I'll go live with you. Um, I want to talk today about inflammation. You know, inflammation in the body causes everything. How does it start? Well, you know, who knows? We'll, we'll run into that in a second. I don't plan to keep you on too long with this episode. We can get into more episodes if you want to. Drop me a line at gilbertnaturalmedicine.com. Go into the area where you can converse and drop me a line about different things, your health or whatever, 
and tell me, you know, do you want to hear more about inflammation? Do you want to hear about other things? That's fine too. I'll be happy to broadcast other things as long as it's, you know, about health. Um, we don't want to make this a dating uh, a website. It's all about health, okay? So, um, inflammation. Oh my gosh. I think the number one for inflammation would be uh, arthritis. How many people out there have arthritis? Raise your hands. You know, many, 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 many people have arthritis. Why? Well, number one, now pay attention. Your diet sucks. You have to you have to have a better diet. And when I ask people, well, what is your diet like? And, they, and my patient tells me, oh, I eat really good. Okay, what does that mean? Does that mean you're eating clean live foods like vegetables and, and uh, nuts and grains and things like this? Is that what it means? Or does it mean you're eating bacon and sausage and red meat steaks, roasts, da 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 all the bad stuff in this world? When you tell me you're eating good, 90% of my patients will say, well, I eat good. I have eggs and sausage in the morning and toast and butter, da 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 Oh, Lordy, Lord, Lord, that is not eating good. That's eating to kill yourself. So here's the deal. You want to eat good. You want to eat clean. You want to eat live things. Like, I don't mean live animals. I mean vegetables, things that you can start out eating that are nourishing to the body. Here's what red meat does to you, red blood meat. It will kill you because it sends toxins to the body that takes three days to release from the body and, you know, digest and release. Meanwhile, it's stuck in your colon, so it gets into those little pockets uh, of the colon called diverticula, and it sits there for three days and it rots and it causes poisons to circulate through your bloodstream and you get sick. That's one way of creating inflammation in your body which will start with arthritis. And then it'll affect your kidneys, arthritis and kidneys. That goes together. Rheumatoid arthritis is just another advanced form of arthritis. I have a lot of people, a lot of patients that call me with rheumatoid arthritis. Well, your doctor's going to tell you to go home, get in bed, and die because there's nothing they could do about rheumatoid arthritis. But we do. We don't and can't reverse it once you have it. But we can stop it in its tracks, remove the inflammation, and lo and behold, you will be out of pain, out of swelling, um, out of the inflammation in your joints, tissues, bones. That's rheumatoid arthritis. It creates inflammation in your body tissues and the bone and the bone tissue and the marrow. See, now that's a killer. Uh, In the joints, they become crippled. Everywhere in the body, inflammation causes this rheumatoid arthritis and every other arthritis. Um, Okay, let's talk about other forms of inflammation. How about cancer? Okay, now you know that cancer is the number one with heart disease killer of the American people. Now, I don't know how China's doing or Switzerland, or other countries. But I know how America is doing. And cancer is killing us all. Now, 
Some people say, oh, well, we all have the cancer gene. No, you don't. You don't all have a cancer gene in your body. You don't even know when the body contracts cancer. You don't know until it's pretty much too late. Depends on the organs it's affecting. Now, if you're lucky and something goes wrong with your body and you go to the doctor because you realize, yeah, I think I better go to the doctor, and they catch cancer at a first stage, you are a lucky son of a gun because they're going to cure that. If you wait and wait and let things get worse and you know things aren't right and you wait and then you finally go because you can't take it anymore and you're at stage four, they're going to attempt to chemo the hell out of you and radiate you and then tell you, well, we're not going to say you're cured. We could say you're in remission. What does that mean? Remission means, hey, this is going to flare up again. That's why cancer never ends. It flares up again if you stay in remission. And they do not cure you. The cure rate is five years. So you're going to keep going to your oncologist for a period of five years for follow-ups and rechecks and rechecks. If at that time the fifth year rolls around and you don't have cancer anywhere else in your body, they're going to tell you you're cured of what cancer you went in for. And that's how that works. Inflammation, inflammatory, this is a part of cancer. I'll tell you why. Say you go for cancer of the larynx. Now, you lose your voice. Of course. That's your voice box. So if there's something disturbing that larynx, you're going to lose your voice. And I don't mean an allergy. I don't mean uh, you know uh, laryngitis. That's a week to two week problem. If it lasts longer than a month, you're in trouble, buddy. Better get to the doctor fast. Better go to your nearest ENT oncologist and figure it out. Have a test. They put a little, little, teeny, meeny, meeny, thin, thin tube with a camera at the end of it down your nose into your larynx. That's a piece of cake compared to other tests. And they see what's going on in the larynx, and they could tell you exactly why you have lost your voice, which in most cases is going to be either a polyp or, you know, some sort of mass that they find. And then they're going to biopsy you and maybe do some surgery, hopefully, take that out of your larynx and figure out if it's malignant or not. And that's how that puppy works. So what happens during the course of this cancer? It's causing an inflammation. So your throat's going to get sore. Uh, Other things are going to happen to your body. You're going to lose your hair. Not necessarily with chemo. They don't chemo a larynx. They radiate the larynx. It usually takes 30 to 35 treatments of radiation to cure a larynx of cancer. That's the easiest form of cancer. If you're going to get cancer, you better hope it's larynx and stage one because that's the easiest cancer to cure. Okay, so anything that disturbs the body, like cancer or rheumatoid arthritis, is going to create an inflammation, of course, because that's sickness. Inflammation is sickness. Your body swells when you have inflammation. You itch when you have inflammation. Let's move to rashes. Inflammation and rashes. Psoriasis. How many of you have psoriasis? A patch of of rough skin that itches the heck out of you and you can't get rid of it. Neither can your doctor. Okay, now they have vaccines for, you know, for psoriasis. Oh, well, oh, well. They should have had that 50 years ago, but, you know, whatever. Psoriasis. Think of this. Think of a tribe off in Africa or 
or somewhere remote and they itch and they itch and they're covered with psoriasis but they don't recognize it as psoriasis so it just gets worse and worse and worse because they don't know how to treat it. If you can imagine that, well that's the same thing that you're going to have if you have psoriasis and you cannot manage it and your doctor's going to give you an antifungal. Um, I don't I don't know what they use uh, for psoriasis as an antifungal but diflucan is you know a big one uh, in in the field of funguses and that never works. So, um, <clears throat> and if you have valley fever, that's the first thing they're going to give you is, ta-da, diflucan. Does it work? Hell no. Is valley fever an inflammatory situation? Oh, yeah, it is. Are viruses inflammatory? Well, eventually they're going to cause inflammation. Or maybe that's where the virus started from, an inflammation. If you have the flu, are you inflamed? Of course. You have a cold, are you inflamed? Of course your sinuses are. Okay, go, go back to rashes. So when you have an inflammation, the best way to get rid of a rash is call your nearest homeopath if you could trust that they know their medicines. Or change your diet. Let's go back to the beginning. Change your diet. Go to eating fresh things, fruits, vegetables, things that are wonderful for the body that can cleanse the body. You can have chicken. That's okay. That's not red blood meat, so you're okay. You can have any kind of seafood you want, as long as you're not allergic to it. Some people are allergic to shellfish. Seafood is wonderful, as long as you don't oh, don't eat it five days a week and then raise the mercury in your body. You can have fish three times a week, safe, safely, along with vegetables and fruits. And if you don't want to eat fresh fruits, then do some juicing. Juicing is one of the best methods of getting rid of inflammation in your body. Just remember, inflammation creates a killer situation. You want to stay far away from an inflammation. If you have a cough, does it create an inflammation? Of course it does. Either in your lungs or the pleura. Somewhere you have that cough. It's coming from somewhere. Is it going to cause an inflammation? Oh, yeah. When you have a fever, do you have an inflammation? Absolutely. So anytime your body is off kilter, you know you have to tackle an inflammation. Okay, and then they tell you, well, you know, you can take ibuprofen to take swelling down, so it's going to retard some of the inflammation. Well, how long can you take ibuprofen before your kidneys go for a dive, right? You can't stay on inflammation like uh, anti-inflammations like inflammatories like that because they eventually hurt other organs. How does homeopathy help an inflammatory situation? It all depends on what we're targeting. What sickness, what illness, what disease? Is illness a disease? Anytime your body is sick with an illness, you're off. You have a disease in that body. You think disease is a chronic situation. You think disease is much more serious than an illness. You know what? Wrap it all up into one, okay? If you have a cold, can you get the flu? Yeah. Would there be inflammation? Yeah. If you have a cold, can you get another cold on top of that cold? No, but you can get pneumonia. That's easier to cure, to cure than you know a cold. But pneumonia, that's inflammatory. Think of your bronchioles. Think of your lungs. Think of walking pneumonia when you're so tired. You just can't make it through. Think of COVID. COVID will attack your, uh, your nervous system. 
go ahead, go get that anti-vaccine uh, deal and really screw up your nervous system. It's up to you. You know, you want to get the shot, you don't want to get the shot, who knows? We're not going to know for another 10 years whether you're going to die early or not because you had that shot. I'm not a fan of the shot. And some other day I'll tell you why. Or maybe you can find it out through some of my other podcasts. I don't know. I talk about cancer a lot because I ran the course. That's how I know. That's how I can help you and teach you and help you get well. I ran my course. Um, and, and surprisingly, or not surprisingly, it was a few weeks after I got the vaccine for COVID. So backwards, does COVID cause inflammation? Absolutely. Is every illness a virus? No. Do most illnesses affect you internally through the nervous system? Yeah, if they last long enough, they will turn into a virus. Is an STD a virus? Absolutely. It stores in your nervous system. Is Lyme disease a virus? Absolutely. Stores in your nervous system, and there goes your your inflammatory triggers again. Okay? So much to teach you about inflammation and so little time before you get so bored you tune me out. This is Dr. Bernie. We're talking about a lot of things concerning inflammation. If you want to stay well, juice everything. Juice all your vegetables, all of your fruits. Juice them together, juice them separately, and drink three six-ounce glasses a day. You could juice for three days in a row. Throw the stuff out after three days. No good anymore in your refrigerator. And when you juice, guess what you're getting? You aren't getting the pulp. You're getting... Unless you use a, you know, something that gives you the pulp. You want an extractor. You want something that's going to separate the pulp, like a Breville. Breville is a wonderful juicer. It's the easiest to clean. Less money. Best on the market. Breville. B-R-E-V-I-L-L-E. Juicer. Take that juice and drink it. You're going to get every single nutrient blasted right through your bloodstream. It's so good for you. It's so healthy. It'll cut inflammation. It'll keep you well. You won't get sick as much, or maybe not at all. So remember, we're trying to retard inflammation. Inflammation is a number one factor in illness. It brings on illness. It stays through illness. It compounds through illness. Again, depending on what the illness is, what organs are targeted. If you want to know more about inflammation, then you should put that on my website and we'll talk more about inflammatory problems. Is an inflammation always a disease? What did I say earlier? No. Can things become disease? Can they become viruses? Absolutely, yes. So we want to retard that. You could do that with right eating, right juicing, enough sunshine, lots of exercise because you want to remove the toxins from your body. You could do that through sweating. Um, But not always just through exercise. Good fresh air. Well, what can you do? We have pollution. So, you know, that's just the way it goes. That's why you juice to remove all that stuff from your body. Juice, you have no idea how good juicing really is. So come on, get off your lazy ends and start work, working through, through finding new ways to get healthy again. And if you need more help, you know where to find me, 480-703-0151. And my name is Dr. Bernie, and I, uh, I'm a homeopathic practitioner, and I work globally. And yes, I can help you. Go to my website again, gilbertnaturalmedicine.com. Read my website. It's absolutely wonderful. And thank you for listening. We'll do this again.